Direct from Newstalk ZB's team at Parliament, the Beehive Buzz. Beehive Buzz. Okay, it's time for the Beehive Buzz with New Talk, News Talk ZB's chief political reporter, Jason Walls. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Nick. First, our summer has finally become clear. What's the reaction to the announcement yesterday? Yeah, it's been mixed reaction, as I'm sure that you can understand with a, a decision this politically charged. And I think when Jacinda Ardern was outlining it um, yesterday, she kind of foresaw a lot of this division. While I know there will be some who will think our moves too fast, others too slow, I have no doubt that this is the best plan to keep us safe and allow us to connect once again with friends and loved ones. Now, just like clockwork, the Greens came out saying that it was too fast and Acton National came out saying it was too slow. So she basically couldn't absolutely understand where that was coming from. And so she got ahead of the conversation on that one. But the other part of this conversation is the traffic light system. Now, what was announced was a little bit more clarity as to what was going to be more was happening. Basically, on the 29th of November, this decision is going to be made and we're going to be a lot more in the know about when it's going to be when it's going to happen but business leaders and other people from the political spectrum as well have been saying that that's just too late we should be knowing now if we know what's going to be happening or if cabinet knows for a fact that they're moving us all to the traffic light system on the 29th why are we waiting for so long when so many people want a little bit of clarity they want they want to know what's happening and in fact um viv beck from the heart of the city in auckland says that there just needs to be clarity for businesses as to when the traffic light system is going to start now the buzz around the beehive is that it's probably going to be about the 1st of December or around that time, but we just really don't know until we have the official word from the night before. And we need time to plan our Christmas breaks, don't we? Exactly, and that's the other half of it. People will be happy that they've got some sort of clarity on when the borders are opening, but everything kicks into gear when the traffic light system actually comes across the line, but not knowing when that is going to be will be causing an enormous amount of angst for people. Uh, A political poll earlier this week has caused a bit of a stir. Tell us about that. Well, political polls cause stirs all the time, and that's kind of why I love them. They really shake up the the country's political um, political system in a, in a bit. I mean, we're a long let's face it, we're a long way out from an election, so at this point, it's just a snapshot in time. But it's really interesting to see how the electorate has been reacting to um, the, the the Auckland lockdown and the vaccine rollout because um, Labour actually slid two points, and they're now down to forty one. Now, combine them with the Greens. They're still at this very commanding lead lead over the right block. However, it's really interesting to see because the big loser in this poll is actually Jacinda Ardern. The mega popular prime minister tumbled five percentage points in the preferred prime minister rating, um, which sounds a lot, but she's still really high. Um, in fact, she is higher still than um, David Seymour, Judith Collins, Chris Luxon, Chris Bishop, Chloe Swalbrick, basically everybody else in the parliament combined. So she's still very popular, but there has been... A little bit of a slide and that might be a suggestion of what might be to come and I've argued this is that New Zealand we don't have a presidential system where it's Joe Biden versus Donald Trump we have Labour versus National but more and more Jacinda Ardern's personality has been entwined with Labour so much that they're one and the same so seeing a big hit from her a five percentage point hit is probably concerning to the rest of the party as well. Jason in sport we have a great saying that momentum is a mother something rude Uh, and the momentum for our Prime Minister is going one way. 
Exactly, and we've we've seen the momentum for the Labour Party shift for a long time. They were up at astronomical levels in terms of New Zealand political party polling, and now they're down to a more manageable level, I would say. So 41% is sort of where you would expect to see popular political parties instead of the stratosphere that they were in before. But I'll tell you what, National at 28%, I mean, they're up two points, but when they're not really capitalizing, are they? They should be up a lot higher given the fact that the government has had so many woes, but unfortunately, they're just not really not really getting there. Well, that's probably because of the leadership. Finally, what's happening with the potential National Party leadership coup? Is that well, bubbling away or are they waiting till the new year? It's been bubbling away for a long time, and my um, um, colleague in the opposite next to mine, Claire Trevette, wrote a great piece about it yesterday, basically saying that there was there's, – there's a lot of momentum behind the Simon Bridges side. You'll remember that name from former National Party leadership, um, which – you know, I, you look at it now, and hindsight is 2020, isn't it? I mean, National were polling at around about where Labor is now when Simon Bridges was first leader, and of course, COVID came over and changed all of that. So there is a momentum behind him and also there is sounds like there's some shifting momentum behind um, Christopher Luxon who of course is the former um, in New Zealand boss and has been anointed as the next leader by many um, on the right um, but the big question is it does anything happen between now and Christmas or do the powers that be wait until after the new year to, to attempt any coup um, and that's going to be the big story between now and the end of the year really I mean aside from COVID you know that's a big story in any given day but in terms of actual raw political bloodbaths, that's the one that we political journalists love to see. Um, and that's something that we're going to be keeping an eye on for the next couple of weeks, I would say. Jason, on the down low, we've got Simon Bridges in the studio next week. Any questions I should ask him? Any hints? Oh, where does he go to get his haircut? He has these luscious locks, and I've always wondered how he, he had them really long in lockdown, and then he came and cut them, unfortunately. He was like Samson, but unfortunately, I don't know if that's a metaphor for what's to come, but there, um, he cut them. Well, thanks for that great piece of advice. I've got the, you know, one of the most powerful men in politics coming into the studio, and you ask me where I get it. Ask me, I ask you for a bit of a hint, and you you say, where did he get his haircut? Well, oh. that's why you pay me the big bucks for oh. these political insights. I'll sound like a complete plonker, wouldn't I? <laughs> What's changed? Oh, low blow. Low blow. I know you want my job, but that's a low blow <laughs> live on air. <laughs> that's a low blow. Any other bits of scoops? You've got 30 seconds. I got thirty seconds. No, at this stage, it's um, we're we're wait. Today's a more uh, quiet day. We don't have a um, a COVID press conference, but um, the prime minister is going to be in Christchurch, so she's going to be talking to some local media. And then tomorrow, we've got Grant Robertson and Caroline McElnay. So, in terms of the COVID front, there's a little bit more to come before the end of the week. Um, but yep, no, we've finished with the fun things for the week, unfortunately. So, um, I'll leave it with that. Oh, uh, always a pleasure talking. Thanks for keeping us up to date. Uh, the Beehive buzzes with News Talk ZB's chief political reporter. Jason Walls. Uh